0: Shane McEachern. Hi, I'm Jackie. Hi, I'm Jessica. Um, we're Dianthus, and you're talking metal with Dave and Shane. Oh.
1: Hey, everybody, this is so Joel Hi, everybody. This is Rob Halford, the 3D hey, yeah, this is T-Ricky. You folks are just Rick out a triumph from a talking rock with Dave and Shane. Oh. Oh. This is really cool when you get to talk with some newer artists out there making their way in the world. And we're joined now by the Sisters of Dianthus. This is so cool. I mean, guys, you're going to love this record, Realms. It's out right now through deco entertainment and we love deco entertainment no doubt uh of course uh we're talking with jackie and jessica and this record is there's so much going on here musically and i want to talk about your influences i want to talk about you know how you picked up the drums how you picked up the guitar how you uh how you do it all let's start first with just how are you feeling with this album realms being out and let's just talk a little bit about the storyline here um this album it's uh, described here as a sisterhood journey through a mystical fantasy world and it's soon gonna be further explored uh, with other mediums a comic book and more so we'll we'll get into all of that but first how are you feeling with this album out right now? Whoever wants to start.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're so yes. excited about it. Um yes, yeah we're good. um you know we're anticipating the release for such a long time because we had so much um time to work on this album and mm-hmm. we feel like it's um the best representation of who we are now So we're very excited. We also had a lot of time to work on it. So, um, yeah, yeah, like you said, it's a good representation, you know, lots of musical ideas. So very happy to have it out. Walk me
1: through the process. And for this question, I'll start with you, Jessica. You know, walk me through the process of creating your sound and what inspires you. And then we'll start with Jessica, then we'll go to Jackie.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, for me personally, like with drums and stuff, there's a lot of bands that I pull from. Um, you know, Jackie and I both started with the classical piano. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we always love a good challenge. So me, when when I hear a drummer, like on my favorite songs, I listen for some technical stuff, some challenging pieces, some grooves that catch me off guard. So Mm -hmm. um, progressive rock, I love that stuff. So it really um, brings me out of my shell to challenge myself. Yeah. And um, as far as me, like with guitars and vocals, it's it's kind of a mix of the um the bands that i listen to and you know also just working with jessica um you know before we write the songs i want to make sure i can sing and play them so i i how i always have an ear for like um the rhythms of the guitar what the drums are doing so always matching those up and um you know just having fun too that's what it's all about yeah
1: well, what i think of a great guitar you know we always think of sort of guitar or um I would say, you know, bass and drums is kind of a unit, but I remember Eddie Van Halen once said that, you know, and of course with his brother, you know, rest in peace, Eddie and his his brother, Alex, you know, that, that fantastic, famous sibling unit there of guitar, and drums and eddie talked about that relationship and here we have a, a wonderful sisterly dynamic i think in in the rhythm section but talk about that a little bit more about that relationship it's like you know it's one thing when you have bass and, and drums that lock yeah. in but guitar and drums does it change up the process a little bit or at least how you explore your creativity
0: yeah it, yeah. it actually speeds up the process so <laughs> it, makes, yeah. it yeah. makes it easier makes it easier lives uh-huh. yeah yeah because we're, we're covering both sides of the the spectrum with music because mm-hmm. with drums it's like the rhythm and the The groove and stuff. So like I take care of that part and then Jackie takes care of the melody and all Mm -hmm. the um the cool sounds. We we work together to get it done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um Mm -hmm. when did let's let's just go back to like, you know, um like who who did who picked up the music bug first? Like was it it was it, you know, who who kind of you know (laughs) got the ball rolling? I think
0: yeah, it it was the same, yeah, with piano. Piano, yeah, 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 same exact time. (laughs)
1: Okay. So you've yeah, got, okay. Piano.
0: Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. We, we both started off with piano at the same time.
1: Okay. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and you know, I'm listening to this record and I hear it, there, there's so many, and maybe this is the great thing about Prague is that you, you've got room for the, you know, piano type of sounds, you know, there's modern rock in there. There's, there's progressive sounds in there. Um, uh, yeah. Is that something you, is that what attracted you to the whole progressive sound or progressive rock metal sound that you can incorporate so many different musical instruments and techniques and of course time signatures.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I think so. Like we really found ourselves with that genre because you know, when we were first writing as Dianthus, we didn't know how to label our music because there was so much going on. Like the mm-hmm. drums were always changing and there was unpredictable pianos coming in and out. And we mm-hmm. um didn't do harsh vocals, but we did sing clean. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. we felt like that was like our route, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Now um Talk about this—this, you know, the idea of this this sisterly journey through a mystical fantasy world. I mean, you know, just talk about the idea, how it came up, and how that influenced the the writing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think just with our live show, we took inspiration from that because, um, you know, playing live, we always want to be characters, we want to engage Mm -hmm. the crowd and put on like that full show. So, um, it just made sense for us to kind of intertwine that with a comic book. Because um we're still kind of representing ourselves because there are two main characters in the book. And mm-hmm. um, you know, it's kind of like us but heightened as characters. Like so. a, in a parallel universe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm.
1: And you're moving into a, a comic book and some other projects too. Um, I know Kiss has done that. Um, I think Judas Priest is doing something too. So how cool is it to be kind of you know to to add something to that that world? I mean you know it, it's gonna uh-huh. connect. The comic world is obviously huge, and then the metal world is huge. So you're gonna literally bring these well realms uh, all together, uh, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. 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 We're very excited. Like, I mean, it it needed the comic book, like the album really did because, Mm -hmm. you know, the artwork for realms is kind of very mystical and it's almost like, it's like, you know, a story in itself. So Mm -hmm. we really wanted to supplement the whole album with it. So.
1: When you first heard, um, the finished product, because I mean, you know, I, I've got my coffee here, but I will tell you, I don't need it because the, the album is so heavy and it just it, it's got that natural <laughs> adrenaline yeah, to it. Um, and I'm just, yeah, absolutely. And I'm just wondering, like, you know, when you first heard like the the finished product, I mean, did it, it must have blown you away too. I mean, that's you, but it also must have yeah. just, you know, you knew you had a hit here.
0: Thank you so Thank much. You. Yeah, yeah, um, I think hearing song by song as it finished up was very mm-hmm. exciting for us. And, you know, obviously, we didn't finish the album in all in one pop because it took a lot of time, but mm-hmm. I think what kept us going and what kept us inspired um, as we were recording the new songs was hearing the songs we finished and mm-hmm. hearing how the momentum was going up and even yeah. our producer, Steve, kind of mentioned that. He mentioned that each song kind of brought a different um, kind of energy, flavor, yeah. a different flavor, different energy. So that's what kept us going. Yeah, definitely.
1: Is it uh, Steve uh, Evitts I think? Am I saying it right?
0: Yeah, right. Steve uh,
1: Yeah. Uh, now, he's worked with uh, the Dylan Dillinger uh, Escape Plan, uh, Symphony X, Butcher Babies. Uh, I certainly, God, I saw yeah. Symphony X 20 years ago. I was just thinking, I can't wow. believe it's been that long. Yeah, with Queensryche. But w- what was it like to work to work with Steve? I mean, how cool was that? You know, knowing the producer credits that he has.
0: Oh yeah, it, it was super awesome. Like you know, we had that confidence knowing that he was you know such a trailblazing producer, and he mm-hmm. um, specifically like you know has such a good catalog with metal. So it really helped us to, you know, just be assured that we are gonna get the right sounds and we were gonna have an extra ear to kind of help us like, you know, guide our music and stuff, so. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
1: And speaking of extra ear, there's, of course, this legendary drummer named Carmine Apice, who we actually had him on the show a while back. He's an awesome guy. I mean, you know, here's a guy who's who's worked with uh, so many uh, so many people. I mean, Rod Stewart and, you know, all these others. And, and and talk about how he connected with uh, Ozzy, of course. Yeah, the early 80s drumming uh, with Ozzy. And you know, just talk about connecting with uh, Carmine and how that happened
0: yeah um, i mean you know that wouldn't happen um you know if it weren't for our label deco entertainment you know Um mm-hmm. uh, we're very privileged to have them and you know um luckily because of them carmine was able to take a listen to our music and you yeah. know we're very flattered to um even have him you know know who we are <laughs> because like he is such a legendary drummer and we love his stuff with um yeah the 80s yeah blue murder <laughs> so, <laughs> so awesome and, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah what
1: was it like to get i mean you know there's um Every now and then, like you're going to YouTube, you'll see younger folks, you know, kind of uh, playing guitar, playing drums and, and, and getting into the music, you know, and I was wondering, like, how did, you know, did they grow up? Was it their parents who kind of got them into it or did they just, they found a record or they saw something on YouTube and it just changed their life? I mean, what is it, you know, to be, um, can I ask your general ages?
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 25.
1: 25. Okay. Yeah. So to be in your mid twenties uh, and, and, you know, playing music that, that goes, you know, from farther back, you know, to, you know, well before uh, you were born, is it, um, do, do you feel like you're, you're adding, you're, you're help carrying the torch. You know, Gene Simmons always said, you know, rock is dead. That's the famous quote. And when I yeah. hear an album like this, I'm reminded yet again, that that's completely wrong. Oh,
0: thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Were gonna say something. First? Oh yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was, <laughs> Um, we do feel like we're adding something um, to the rock genre and all genres that come with that, um, mm-hmm. because we're doing something different. We haven't heard much bands do what we do, and that's why it's kind of hard to classify what we are, like what our exact genre is. So mm-hmm. yeah, we feel like we're contributing to right. that. Yeah, we're definitely carrying the torch, you know, and mm-hmm. um, we can picture ourselves doing any other genre like it just happens to be, um, you know, progressive rock stuff so we feel like it's, um, yeah, it's, it's never going to die. It's a, a healthy genre. <laughs> yeah. So still die. Well,
1: To be um, two strong women in rock. I mean, how does that feel? I and mean, you've got uh, Lizzie Hale talks about this often, you know, she, she says, you know, it's, it, it's a hard thing to be a, a woman in rock and roll and to be flying that flag and, and, you know, and just dominating. And I think Nita Strauss has said something similar. I mean, just, you know, how do you feel to be part of that, that really cool lineage in rock and roll?
0: Yeah, it's an honor just to see, um, trailblazing women like that, and they're Mm -hmm. not backing down, they're just doing what they love, and they just happen to be females that love rock, you know, so I think it's really great that there's women out there like that, um, especially like Amy Lee, she's kind of got the same vibe that we have, and she's not backing down from the gothic, um, sound, and she's just, um, being herself, and I think that's, that's inspiring too, because, you know, you can always just be yourself, but, um, but don't be afraid about it, just, yeah, just do your thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree. The unapologetically you,
1: so. Awesome. Now tell us, it looks like you're in a creative space. who's that a drum kit? I think I see there. Yeah, um, yeah, you I just, I yeah. t- just tell us about like, just where you, are. is this like your writing space, kind of your creative space? I, I dig yeah. the kit, can- the yeah. candle and the, you know, the lighting, it's got that <laughs> very know. gothic yeah. feel, right? Like you were talking about. Yeah. I mean, just tell me about the space you're in and, and the gear.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So this is our um, personal home studio. So um, yeah, in the, the past year or so, we had all that time, right? So we're yeah. able to kind of like remodel it, and make it look kind of gothic and stuff. Mm-hmm. So my, my drum set's right there. And then uh, we have a, you know, this sound foam there. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, it's something we wanted to do, you know, just, you know, to get inspired. And yeah, yeah. you yeah. kind of have to make your, your space creative because you know, um, well, some people can learn with, you know, playing walls and stuff. Then nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just what we like to do, you know, it helps us get into that writing mindset. <laughs> yeah.
1: so, so you didn't go nuts during the pandemic, because I know like it varies from artist to artist. Obviously, you were productive with record, writing and recording. But I mean, was it, yeah, yeah. you know, did it come naturally or was it just like, oh, boy, you know, we're writing and we're doing, we're productive, but we have all this time. We're not playing shows. I mean, what kind of walk me through yeah. just all of that?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, because we had all that time. And, you know, the first few months, we were very excited because we just, we had so much time to kind of rework things uh, for the Realms album. And Mm -hmm. um, and it hit a certain point where, like, you know, we kept having free time and we're like, well, I Mm -hmm. hope we can actually get out and, like, (laughs) perform these live at some point. So we always had, you know, that hope at the end. But um, it was kind of crazy just having so much freedom. Yeah, it (laughs) was just natural. Yeah, Mm -hmm. very natural.
1: Now, uh, are there tracks that stand out? I mean, you know, most artists will say, you know, every song kind of like their child. You know, you, it's hard to have a favorite, right? But do you have favorites, or do you have songs that that just you know mean that you connect to? Is you especially connect to on this record?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think we both have different ones, different, but yeah, yeah, the um, the standalone track that you know. Stands out to me is secrets and promises and it's the last track on the record and mm-hmm. um, I don't know I, this one gives a lot of um, it gives a lot of meaning um, there's lots of. Um, there's a story behind it, like with every song, mm-hmm. but I think it just it means a lot to me because there can be some people in your life that they promise you things and you know, sometimes they just can't fulfill them and you know life happens mm-hmm. and you just have to let it happen and. You know, um, you don't want to burn any bridges, but you just got to keep moving on and use those events as stepping stones to get to where you want to be. Yeah, yeah, there's a cool mm-hmm. message behind that one. Um, yeah. yeah, for me, it's probably a, a space in the silence. Um, I really yeah. like that one just because it's fun to play on drums. Like mm-hmm. the, the group in the beginning, like um, I was listening to lots of Gojira at the time. So mm-hmm. like okay. uh, it was really fun for me to um, write something similar. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. I like that song, though, because, you know, we do have a music video out for it. And it, it really has like that, that perfect, um, you know, it captures the world perfectly, what mm-hmm. we're envisioning. So it takes me into that cool place. Yeah.
1: So it, it sounds like you you have input obviously, you know, on, on the videos too. I mean, um, is it, you know, when you have the song, you know, is it stressful to think about the video treatment? You know, what we're gonna do, how you want it to look um, to really capture it? like or, or does that just happen? Is it um, something that just feels more organic or a little bit of both? <laughs>
0: it's yeah, honestly yeah. a little bit of a little both bit of yeah both. um yeah and for us like um it's actually fun putting together the treatment and like what mm-hmm. we want um you know the song to be captured as you know um yeah. it's fun doing the treatment um as far as working with you know different videographers out there that's probably the stressful part because there's so much talented people out there and it's just a matter of um who can capture us you know in the light that we would like so i agree yeah, yeah. okay
1: uh is there when's the last time you were on the road like playing um, live has it been a little bit or have you been able to kind of get out there and, and you know in drips and drabs I mean as everything kind of you know everything kind of comes back online I I, it, I guess it depends on the city you're in you know like here in Philadelphia uh, where we are it's it's um, you know things started opening up and uh, people are playing shows and it was it was kind of slow going at first has it been like that for you?
0: Yeah, um, definitely. we've been playing a lot of local shows um around us. So, yeah, we're from California, but the last like tour we had was a mini tour and it was I think a couple years back. It was like 2018 maybe. Okay. So, it's been a while, but we're itching to get back out on the road though. We we played live a couple um yeah. I think December of last year was the last like live show we had. Okay. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: you said Cal- you said California, tell me about the California scene like um you know the just you know the the vibe and the bands you know your peers out there when you see a show like what's what's the scene like out out that way
0: yeah there's so much different um yeah different crowds and stuff different genres like it's very diverse here in California mm-hmm. but um yeah where we are in Riverside there's a a pretty big metal scene like a lot of underground rock bands come through here too but um if you go up to the bay area like San Francisco there's a pretty good underground metal scene too so, okay yeah yeah, it's nice. pretty
1: cool. We we've seen a few things, uh like the tape tradings kind of back in. Um and that's that's probably before your time, and honestly a little bit before my time too, you know. Well, I mean, I remember oh. when I was a kid, you know, we yeah, like you know, the cassette tapes were big, but you know, like cassettes are, are back now. Um we are. And, and um, you know, and of course vinyl. Um, I guess two part question. Do you yeah. collect vinyl? Uh and then also what do you make of just, you know, cassettes kind of coming back now or, or being back?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we actually don't collect vinyl. Um, okay. we have a couple. Um, in our archives, but I think it's really cool though. We we actually don't have a a vinyl player or LP player. Okay. But it's just mm-hmm. have like a big version of the album you could see right. it up close and. Okay. Yeah, but we okay, love I, CDs. I, yeah. So yeah, CDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah cds oh, are yeah.
1: i had to ask my producer shane who couldn't be with us today he's a big vinyl guy we call him the vinyl master and he's like you know we always have to ask you know do you collect vinyl you don't have to we just we're always curious you know um, right, but, right.
0: but cds know. are great
1: you know like i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off you said oh, you're were talking okay, about
0: you're CDs. good yeah it's crazy yeah how much you, you could do with uh, vinyl and you could decorate your house with all this vinyl yeah but, you um, can. yeah you were talking about cassettes too um yeah, those are coming back too, and it's very popular now, which is kind of interesting. But mm-hmm. yeah, we don't collect too much cassettes, though. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know where where I'd get a Walkman. I mean, I I think it's cool cassettes wow. are back, but I'm like, I don't know where to get a player for those. You know, Radio know, Shack's yeah. gone, so That's you can't sure. go to Radio Shack. <laughs> right,
0: right, Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Um, for guitar, like, what um you know, is there a, a a brand that stands out to you? Is there like a you know a like you know one guitar you play for a certain mood versus another, like, I mean, tell me about like gear there.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, as far as like gear, the guitars I play, um, I really love Charvel and, okay. um, I feel like having those guitars combined with EMG pickups, um, which which i'm endorsed with as well as a great combo there's just something about like the wood and the way it resonates and it really like comes through live too because um, there's some guitars um that have like a good tone in the studio and then when you play them live it just doesn't quite sound the same but um the charvelle desolation which i have um sounds great with both
1: so cool and isn't EMG cool? Because I, when I think of EMG, I think, I mean, I think of Slipknot. I think of, I mean, pretty much any like hard sort of, I mean, the term new metal, you know, there's all these different terms, but yeah. any really yeah. punchy metal sound, I think of EMG pickups. So that's really cool to be endorsed, yeah. uh, or to endorse them and be connected with them. I mean, what a great, what a great brand.
0: Thanks so yes. much. Yeah, actually, the other guitar um I have it's the exact same model, but it's a different color. Um, mm-hmm. it's the red one. It's a red desolation, and it has the headset pickups, which are um James Hetfield from Metallica. Yeah. So okay. it really has that like Metallica sound too, which is a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, yeah.
1: So and because you could do so much with like technology for both drums and guitar I mean you know have you kind of become both gearheads in a way or you know do you do you tinker with different yeah. <laughs> you know effects and like what's what's that like for you know for either of you uh, you know I mean
0: yeah yeah, I mean, we're both equally um, gearheads in a way, you know, um, with all the technology happening. Yeah, especially like when it comes to drums, you can hybrid them a certain way and trigger drums a certain way. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've been really kind of getting into like, you know, what other players use live because a lot of the metal bands use triggers on their double bass and mm-hmm. it really like, it, it gets the crowd, you know, like so hyped and you yeah. can feel it in your chest, right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah um, definitely, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're definitely like like open to all that and you know, using as much as we can to get a cool live sound. You know, okay. Same. Yeah.
1: Cool. Now, when you do play live, do you, I know there's a couple other, there's some other musicians have kind of joined you. Like, are these like friends of yours or like, how do you kind of fill out the live aspect of the, of the show?
0: Yeah. Um, we have a couple session players. Okay. It, it's really vital for metal, too, because you really need that live bass player, that live second guitar. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we have guys that join us on stage, and they've been working out really great, and they love Prague as well. So, <laughs> it's really cool to see them kind of um, blend in with our music as well. But, yeah. yeah, we used to play as a two-piece, though, for um, for many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long time, yeah, a long time, A long time. We even toured as a two-piece, but we found out, you know, just it just needs that bottom end, you know, that little piece. Yeah, yeah. So, we're yeah. a full band now. Right, you can
1: relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say two pieces cool though. I mean, there's a, there's a grit there. There's a certain rawness, right? You know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. there definitely is, and mm-hmm. we have more um more area to fill, you know, with drums and guitar. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, lots lots of fun then. Yeah.
1: Awesome, cool. Um, you were talking about Prague and all the different genres. You, uh, you're into. I mean, are, are there um like what who would you love to share the stage with or play shows with? Like, are there idols that you have that you just you would love to. Be on a bill with.
0: Oh yeah, oh, I I think cool. some of them some of them aren't really prog bands actually because yeah you know um there's the band Ghost um, okay. that's oh yeah yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're not much prog but they definitely have like the heavier sound and the bright vocals so mm-hmm. I kind of think we're kind of like them in certain some wavelength <laughs> yeah yeah and I would say just um even bands that we grew up with like if if we could have toured with Rush that would have been amazing <laughs> oh my god that
1: would have been <laughs> so awesome cool. yeah.
0: But, um, even like female
1: offensive bands like Nightwish, that okay, would be cool too. Definitely, yeah, Nightwish we, is good. Yeah, we were talking with uh, uh, Tarja, and, I, I, and I, it took me a minute to say it right, you know. But and she was awesome. Yeah. She had a book. She has a brand new book out. Uh, I think it's called Singing oh. in My Blood. Um, and she was yeah. she was so cool. I mean, she was uh, she talked about just you know um, the love of being out there and playing with the fans and, and everything. And and so that that was cool. When you mentioned Nightwish, I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're awesome. It was so cool.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what's next for you? I mean, what's, you know, are there, you know, there's more, I know there's some other projects you're coming up with. You talked about the comic book and there's some other mediums that you're putting together uh, mm-hmm. or forms of media uh, to celebrate the album realms, um, you know, shows coming up I and mean, what's, what's next for, uh, for the band.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um, we have a show coming up um, in California in Anaheim. Um, it'll be at chain reaction and um, it's on March 29th. So it's actually right around the corner so okay. We're geared yeah. for that show. Yeah, yeah nice. we'll be playing more shows in the summertime too. Um, in the, uh, around June, I think. So we're gonna get more shows to support the album.
1: <laughs> okay, is is there a city you want to play that you haven't played, like, or, or a venue like just you know, like or it's part of the rite of passage of metal, like you know, you gotta play this city. You you know, you just like, is there a place you're just itching to, you know, to to perform at?
0: Yeah. Um, I can't mm-hmm. think of a small venue, but maybe like a festival. A okay. festival, yeah. We're actually looking, yeah, into like where to tour and stuff, and uh, we're looking actually like at the East Coast. Like I know New York and New Jersey have a pretty good metal scene. Mm-hmm. I think was there a bar called Saint Vitus? I think in New Jersey. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I know yeah. they're pretty cool. A lot of good bands swing by there so yeah even cool. philadelphia where you're from we were like considering that too <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah we got the uh transfer here and uh, the tla and i used to work in flint and we had um the machine shop up there's a big one you know so there's all yeah there's all these cool places that just you know they've they've seen so much history you know on those stages yes. and so it's, it's always cool yeah
0: yeah, yeah awesome. definitely can't wait to play um more shows back east yeah okay <laughs>
1: Cool. Cool. How would you compare like the East coast to like, you know, California? I mean, you know, like in terms of the, the fans and the music scene, like, is it, does it feel different? You know,
0: yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, well, yeah. we actually, I don't think we ever really played a show in the East Coast. Okay, but gotcha. When we toured, when we got out of California and we went to um, Seattle and we went to mm-hmm. Portland, Oregon. Okay. we had a certain Different dynamic. Like there was a lot of, um, a lot of goth people actually, and <laughs> they showed appreciation um, for like the style and um, right. even just live music. There's a lot of people there. Yeah. You know. Closer communities. Mm-hmm. Okay
1: cool all right well we will definitely be looking out for uh dianthus uh march you said right and then also yeah. summer yeah. you know so we'll check we'll out your website time. i'm sure all the tour dates are on there
0: yeah yeah dianthus live.com
1: awesome all right. is there anything else you'd like to add uh you know uh, before we go
0: um, I think just um, maybe just mm-hmm. our social media. Um, yeah, share those. Yeah, then um, our website is dianthuslive.com. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, you can check out all of our updates um, what's going on, what's happening. So yeah, stay connected with us. The Realms album, it comes with some cool merchandise that supports it. Mm-hmm. Um, It's available on our website too, through Deco. Uh, there's a Realms merch bundle. So it comes with a signed CD. There's a little koozie, um, some mis- beanies as well mm-hmm. so um it's really cool it's available now
1: was it fun putting all that together to i imagine you're involved in kind of putting those packages together right
0: yeah yeah we had the ideas for the cozy and all that so Lots it's super fun. cool to see it now available yeah
1: Nice. And I guess the last question I have with social media. I mean, you know, so many bands had stayed active. You guys obviously stayed active through the pandemic, even on social media. You know, how cool is that as a way to connect with folks when you're not actually playing a gig, but, you know, being able to kind of give people a glimpse into the world of your creativity and process. Pretty cool. Pretty interactive.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We love it. It's very exciting, you know, and we hope to meet all these people, too. If we ever, um, you know, tour the world eventually with realms, we would love mm-hmm. to meet you guys like face to face because having your support online is yeah. you know, really great, too.
1: Yeah. Definitely. We got a tour of the world with realms. It is awesome. It's yeah. a great. I mean, this is, like I said, you know, I just, I listened to it and I said, I just smile. I'm like, yes. I mean, there's just more great metal out there, more great rock and roll. Uh, it's you. the thank sophomore. You. Yeah, absolutely. It's the sophomore album realms and it's Jackie and Jessica and uh, the sisterhood of uh, metal and just so much cool stuff. Uh, I can't thank you enough for, uh, for doing this. Thanks for talking with us.
0: Of course. That was a pleasure. Thank you, Dave.
1: Can't wait thank to you. see you guys play Philly if you guys ever come this way we will help you do.
0: Oh, oh awesome. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.